0: Ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. Oh, and while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely
1: brilliant. The
0: Triple M Dead Set Legends. Now
1: Ready now. Listen to
0: the crowd roar! The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The yeah. soundtracks your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go! The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. It
2: is unbelievable! Saturday, Saturday, Saturday,
0: Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. Welcome back. The Triple M dead set legends.
1: Good morning, oh boy, don't we have a fair bit to talk about, notably last night's game? Where do you start on last night's game? Uh, by the way, early dramas here at the Dead Set Legend Studio. Candace walked in with a uh, stuffed giraffe. <laughs> two of them. No, no, one. no she I've only got... had one. Yeah. I thought, geez, this is weird. I mean, what? what it we're... went missing last week. Well, we didn't know. She puts it back here. So there's, I don't know why, but there's two stuffed
3: giraffes in to the, the station, studio, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I borrowed think the, it the for gi- a few weeks. Uh, what do you mean you borrowed and it? And it kind of got in the way, so I brought it back. <laughs> you stole the you I it? I did to keep it. a
4: beanbag giraffe. No. If, if it hadn't got in the way at home, it would still be at home, I've
1: it? still
3: got one more at home. Don't
1: you start, Richard. <laughs> All last words. I'll call Peter Valendis. I'll get it done.
3: Where is he? He's a mad big man. Where leader. is he?
1: I said I'd call him.
2: You no, said when you do you want mate. him?
4: When he do you want on. him? He's he, he's obviously very no, busy you. this morning, I'm but no, he will I, come on. I don't
1: blame Peter, I blame you. You've promised something you can't deliver. Anyway, good oh, morning. I'll deliver, yeah. good, baby. good morning. Oh, Can wait, I just you say I, I know too, that Owen. you
3: don't we don't you don't like talking about you, but fantastic call oh, the oh, Roosters um you. Melbourne game oh, last right, night. Canvas. That was sensational.
4: Exactly. Well did that you don't like talking about it. We already said, Oh oh thank you. By Thanks. the way, um, it was a great call, Dan.
1: Uh, thank you, Richard. But more importantly, brilliant call, really. We can confirm that <laughs> Candice so did work last week at the races. Oh, yes. Seven photos appeared on the Daily Mail website. One hundred percent. The Daily Mail. My God, <laughs> uh, uh, did you, you and a, Dave happy snaps at the races. I put it on the Didn't see group much chat. races there. It was just you and Dave <laughs> taking no, photos together. No, you know what? Together. I
3: was really into the races last week because Richard finally tipped oh, us some God. winners.
1: Yeah. He did, yes. two, two weeks in a row, I yep. believe. I've had five winners this week. Racing's oh. number two trainer in New South Wales, and <laughs> uh, that's not a euphemism, you are number two. Number two. Behind uh, that imposter
0: Chris Waller.
4: But I, I'm anticipating that by about five o'clock this afternoon, I'll be about number eight.
1: <laughs> oh, talk about false humility. <laughs> triple M Dead Set Legends, you want to talk about last night's game, get in the queue, one, triple, three, five, three. When talking sport
0: 24-7 is barely enough, you Shut up This is Triple M's Dead
1: Set Legends Unbelievable With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner uh, Roosters 18, Melbourne 14 Now I've got to say something off the top, Richard and Candice and I don't mean to be indulgent But I, uh, I know I found those images of Victor Radley very disturbing And uh, I don't like casting blame to others But um, they're not our pictures at Fox on a Friday night, they come from the host broadcaster, which is nine, and I thought it was gratuitous and unnecessary. What, actually his, showing the, the, the well, vision? Once he is starting to convulse, you don't need to zoom in cut away, and then come back in on him. So, look, and that's, that's just a, a director who got that wrong. And, you know, one was, person made an error there, but I just want to make that clear that it wasn't our choice. And, it was hard uh,
3: to, to watch, oh. but also I think uh, as, as, a, as a mother of, of young kids and if you're watching that, do you really want to put your child in, in rugby league when you see things like that? So, yeah, well, I, I didn't like it at the all. The game
4: doesn't want it on. No. I mean, because, okay, we all know it's a, an aggressive game and it's dangerous at times, but the game doesn't want those pictures being broadcast. I'm certain of that.
1: Anyway, look, that's just a director who got it wrong and it happens. We all make mistakes, but that, that shouldn't have gone to air uh, last night. In saying that, he got up, he's okay, apparently, which is phenomenal. Well, he's he very was celebrating
3: with on. the team afterwards, so that was good yeah. signs. But there's no way he can play next week against the Bunnies.
1: And he's a
4: huge loss because he is, he's risen to another level. And in that game, I think it's one of the best games I've seen him playing until that point this season.
3: He also had a concussion round one against the Knights. So it's his second one
1: mm. for the year. And he's had a lot before this That's year, right. if I remember correctly. Uh, Trent Robinson said, and we'll get to the game in a second. Trent Robinson said, um, the, he, he said he was up and about. He remembers everything but that tackle. Uh, They can't play him next week.
3: No. No. Now that they've made the finals, they don't really need to play him either.
1: And they're probably not going to make top four. That's locked in because Parramatta and Melbourne play off for that next week. And um, they're probably going to have a home final assured. Uh, Not necessarily, but probably assured even before they get to South. It depends what happens with South tonight against North Queensland. That's not going to be easy. Um, But – Gordon Tallis actually said this uh, on Fox after the game.
2: This is the pub test, the dad test. I say if that's your son, give him a week off. If, if that was my son and it happened to him, and I'm the coach, you don't play next week. No, because, no, well, no you can play the, the week after. Yeah, that no will go through the protocols. Uh, Roosters are... No, 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 coaches, coaches make decisions to win. Really well equipped. No, know, no, coaches know. make decisions to win. Dads make decisions for the health of their kids. So that's why that's got to go to a dad test, not a coach test. Because there's plenty of coaches and we can all can sit and do it. I oh, mate, you'll be right. She'll be right. Get him back out there. And it's happened all my life and it'll, and it'll keep on happening because it's a result-driven business. So Roosters do it well, but do the dad test. It can't be a
4: result-driven business in that regard. They have to take give that guy some time because Victor's been convulsing on the field. The whole issue of... of of uh, concussions in sport. If you play that Victor next week, that will be the topic of conversation. It'll all yep. raise its ugly head
1: again. And-, and and the Roosters have always tended to overcompensate. Now they I don't think want to be seen as hypocrites and all of a sudden a game that really matters, which it could next week. And then all of a sudden they're rushing him back, but they've always been more protective often than they've needed to be in terms of the, um, uh, the protocol.
3: And Trent uh, Robson's such a good man management. He he will know what's best for um Victor and they've made the finals. They don't need him next week. It's not crucial.
1: Anyway, that's that we've covered. What about the game itself? Oh. The brutality of the likes of Aurea Hargreaves and Asifa Solomona. Munster dropping in a forearm, I think, might get the attention of the there's a lot for the judiciary to he look was at.
3: Very grubby last night, Munster. Oh,
4: I, I know that's the topic everyone wants to talk about: how aggressive and how you know all the the, the brouhaha and the head rubbing and the and the, the few knees that got slid in every now and again. But the standard of of rugby league was on the elite level, was on the finals level, particularly in defence. I mean, it's not a high scoring match uh, eighteen fourteen, but it's a it's a particularly defensive-based game, and that's sort of like finals footy.
3: I don't think the Roosters had a bad player on the field last night. Joey Manu, um, Matt Lodge, Tedesco. Tedesco, I mean, we always see him brilliant in attack, but it was his try-saving defense. Well, he
1: saved the game.
3: He, it was sensational.
1: One on his own, and then there was another tackle he was involved with. Mm. Even Lindsay Collins made a couple of boobers, Then he recovered and made a big play. Um,
3: this was, That was a big game for the Roosters. They previously had only beaten – uh, Melbourne twice in, in 12 matches and they came down to golden points in 2016 so they were they were sublime last night.
4: I just can't see, I can only see one side if they play that way in the finals, if those two teams play that way in the finals, I only see one side that can, can beat either one of those two and that's Penrith. There yeah, may be others, I know the Eels are playing very well but they're patchy and if you muscle up like that I think you can do the Eels I over. think
1: we can say and Parramatta, the big winners the last twenty four hours, because they now, out of nowhere, have a shot at getting back into the four. I think we can almost call Thursday night Melbourne Parramatta, which is the, now the biggest game of the year to this point. Um, that's a that's a knockout game because I you cannot imagine either of those sides can go through a finals and win the lot. Maybe they can. Maybe Melbourne they've got they've got plenty of class there, but that is shaping as a winner has a red-hot premiership chance. The loser's going to do it very, very tough.
3: Absolutely. But what about the Broncos the other night? They were dreadful. They've lost two weeks in a row by a huge, like conceded so many points. Now that next week they're up against St. George. This was a team that not too long ago was in the top four. Did you
4: watch them in the last quarter of the game? It's just like, they're just going through the motions.
1: Now they're going to struggle to
3: make the top eight.
1: Yeah. Well, Canberra, all they've got to do is win today, and they're in the eight at least for this week. Just back to last night, Waria Hargreaves. What do we make of Warria Hargreaves? Because he makes it a point to be the leader. And Trent Robinson was pretty clear after the game, that's what I want him to be. And if it costs us a couple of penalties, I'm paraphrasing, if it costs us a couple of penalties, so be it. He laid a platform for us.
3: Yes, I agree with that. But also, that's when the Storm, when he was off, that's when the Storm capitalised on having the extra man. Took him a while. Yeah, that, yeah, but they still scored they then. They did, yeah. um, You know. If this was the last game of the round, it may cost them. Uh, he may miss the next game because in, into the finals, which they need him. So yes, he does a job, but at the same time, you can still do that job without crossing the line.
4: I just don't know that he picks the best times to be, you know, inverted commas the leader. Probably the time when the ref says, if one more player yeah. infringes and and starts a you know a dust up, I'm going to send them off. The very next tackle, yeah. he's in there doing
1: it. Because you look at what he did in the tackle. He did bugger all, real A little facial, a weird thing where he sort of pressed his chin up against Asva Solomon. and kind that of had was him around he the, kissing the head. Him. But the ref had no choice. Because he'd he imagine that's if right. Adam G didn't send him to the, he'd already lost control. That's what I mean. He'd already he had to make a. St- he they may treated have gone him away with it at any
4: other time in the match. They treated him
1: then. They treated him like the substitute teacher. Both clubs, both teams. They <laughs> ran. He did his best. <laughs> yeah. See, he couldn't keep the ten. And I'm not blaming him, uh, but they <laughs> paid no respect to him, and that's why there were 18 penalties. That's why the game took two and a half hours.
4: But that's you know right. what?
1: To his credit. He reffed a brilliant game. Best team won. Yeah, yep. best and also team. Also with one. Jared,
3: like he's a lead, he's not a captain, but he's a leader in that team. You can still show your passion. You can still be aggressive. You can still lead without conceding all these penalties.
1: But they won, and he had a big part to do with it. So you can make the argue, other argument yep. that hey, they
4: they don't make that tackle in the in the last
1: five minutes. But does they he also put pressure won, on no. his
3: team because of the way he does these things?
1: Yeah, but they, their attitude is we want him to be the big alpha male. One triple three five three. if you want to talk about the game last night. James Graham's going to join us at 11 o'clock. We've got a lot of things to get through between now and uh, midday. Triple M, Dead said League.
0: Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. The Triple M, Dead Set Legends. <laughs> if it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M, Dead Set Legends.
1: Sports. <laughs> Uh, Nick Kyrgios, now, this is my fault. You two always say, let's talk about Nick Kyrgios. This is all me. The bloke can't stay out of the news even when it's not he's doing. The woman he made special mention of during the Wimbledon final, one of his rants, is suing him. The lady is claiming mental damage... After Curios announced to the world that she'd had seven hundred drinks, what about <laughs> the
3: mental damage she did from herself from those seven hundred drinks? Well, she did. She I said she didn't have seven hundred drinks. I thought she was. I thought it was funny.
1: She she's a lawyer, by the way. Her quote: "I am not litigious." But she's a lawyer. lawyer. But after much consideration, I have concluded... No one talks like this. This is all lawyer talk. I have concluded that I have no alternative but to instruct my solicitors, Brett Wilson, LLP, to bring defamation proceedings against Mr. Curiosity Kyr- to clear my name. The need to obtain vindication and to prevent repetition of the allegation are the only re- are the only reasons for taking legal a- action. She then said she'd donate the money to charity. Uh, so here's the question. This sounds like an easy one for Nick to apologise publicly. Mm. But is, is he man enough to apologise publicly? And should he apologise? Well, no, he, I
3: don't think he needs to apologise. I think, you know what, Nick, because Nick does do a lot for charity. So what I think he'll do is he will just donate the money to charity himself. Well,
4: no, he can't Because do if it's that. just
3: about he, that. He can't
4: do that. He, why? If, if she takes him to court and wins, he's got to pay her. But if right? it's
3: just about the money and giving it to charity, why no, doesn't he no, just no, give no. them? money?
4: He's going to have to do the apology. That'll be part of the settlement.
3: But she carried on like that a pork chop matter. anyway.
4: If she wins, he'll be apologising and probably paying as well.
1: Now, speaking of sledges, this one's a nasty one. Um, no AFL men this week because they, they have a buy round into the finals. I'm not sure I like that, Rich. To be now,
4: honest, No, I have to say, I uh, as much as you know, I I think it's great for the AFLW to have a week of clear air before the finals, while people are at the height of their interest in AFL. And it's just not the same, you know. Well, I you... want them to go from one round into the finals. Yeah,
1: and they were doing that before AFLW. They they've loved this week off. I think no, since no. 2016.
3: I think it's just that. At the end of the season, there's so much momentum. There's so much going on. It kind of just leaves me a bit flat.
1: Well, Melbourne Storm are quite thankful because they got a full house last night and massive TV ratings. Do you know
3: they've got the biggest um, number of members? Like, they're, they're, their membership is higher than any other club yeah. in the whole NRL. Yeah, that's really? the culture yeah.
1: down there. In the, in the AFL? No, 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 Melbourne, no be be Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne Storm. Storm. Oh. But that's the culture down there, Candice.
3: 44,000 members. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's huge.
4: You should see the Melbourne Football Club AFL team's membership.
1: Yes, they're massive, but
3: that's the Melbourne culture. Half of them drive to the
4: match in daddy's Range Rover.
3: (laughs) And can I just quickly say, I know know this is just a bit off what we're doing here, but with the US Open tennis coming up, we're talking about Kyrgios, a game to watch. If he wins against Kokonakis in round one, he will be up against, if he makes it, round four, Medvedev. Ah. Now, two clickers. This, this could be just, this could go off this game. Round four, US Open, Curious, uh, I don't Medi-dead. think there's much
4: doubt that he'll get through Kocanakis.
3: Well, you don't know. Uh, well, no. But both no, fiery. Nobody, anyway. no, can I get
1: to this sledge? Yeah. So last week, last Friday, it was Lions versus Demons. Uh, Demons absolutely smashed them. But the Lions captain, Dane Zorko, reduced Melbourne's Harrison Petty to tears mm. with a sledge. Now, it hasn't been revealed verbatim what he said, but it was something along the lines of, I hope your mother dies. Now, apparently there's a lot more to this that meets the eye, which is why both clubs wanted to bury this
4: quickly. Yes. He said Zorko, he was provoked. You'd want to hope so. Well, apparently those who do know have said some of the things that were being said, not just by Dane Zorko, but, but by others. I'm not, they didn't mention petty, but by others from the other team, Mm. there was, just disgraceful. Just terrible. A whole gonna,
1: lot were, were involved. Where is the line drawn? Because we know homophobia out, racism out. They're givens. Yeah, I think your mother's out. Well, this is... Ho- it's this is family.
3: It, it, it's family. So
1: all family references out.
3: Absolutely. Yep. What about girlfriends? No. It's it's all out.
4: It's
1: all out.
3: Well, what are yes. you going to say out there? Just play footy.
1: See, oh, well, I'm nice with idea. you. I, I mean, would you do it yourself? I certainly wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. But... Did it put the bloke off his game? Well, it didn't matter. They got they won anyway, Melbourne. But yes, it did. Obviously, had the desired effect. It's a pretty ugly way to do it. Um,
3: but to but, say, I mean, to say, you know, you want someone to die. No, that's, that's oh no, that's it's a, mother horrific.
4: is mother is definitely out. Sisters,
1: they're out. Oh, you had to think uh, about that. It <laughs> should be
3: wife, daughters, kids, dad, everyone, everyone.
1: They're out. All right, okay. I can see we're going to get into trouble here. I, uh, that's the end of the sports update. Now to bring it down a cog, it's time for Candace's quiz. Yeah. Three, five3 three, If you want to be part of it for that hundred dollar Bingley voucher, call that up is everyone. Next. What if we get no callers?
3: Do we? No, we will it? have no, They want the voucher.
1: Here's the test next week. Let's not have the Bingley voucher. What do you want? No, I'm saying no, no prize. Let's, Let's let Candace's quiz stand up for itself. Yes. Okay. You'd be stuffed and you'd be... Yes. No way. Triple M, yes. Dead said Legends. If it happens on the field, in the
0: change rooms, oh, yeah. or the car park, oh, no. hear about it here. Yeah. Triple M's Dead
1: Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Jeez, what a miserable day here in Sydney. See, we all got cocky a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh, footy, footy finals where the well, that was me. Uh, 21, three. 22 degrees. La Nina you, 3. You, I know. Is that confirmed? Well, uh, more than a 50% oh,
4: chance. Geez. They're saying so more th- likely than not. Three years Thanks, in a row, Tim Bailey.
1: we're going to have a miserable summer. But don't bag Bales. It's
3: I like Tim Bailey. I think likes, Tim Bailey. great No, I'm bagging you.
1: Oh. Thinking uh, you're Tim Bailey. Uh, Greg Russ is going to join us talking Daniel Ricciardo's demise, unfortunate demise, um, At uh, McLaren, that's in the second hour. Oh, Richard's tip coming up as well.
4: You're in form. Oh, yes. I'm a a rooster this week, but...
3: You were yeah. a legend last week. That's
1: right. Feather dust of the week could before be What have Sierra you done if... for me lately? Triple M, uh, let's do this. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends 4. Mandas' Quiz! All oh, thanks to the great service, great brands, great value now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day.
1: I know people at the races talk to you about the show. At Nordsium last week, did anyone mention the catastrophe that is Candace's quiz?
3: Everyone just, I'd have nothing but positive feedback. Just really? saying how good it is, how you're they look forward to this liar. segment. You
1: really That's are just, a bad liar. It's a
4: debacle. I've never been involved in a greater debacle on radio. <laughs> but here, here, now it's my turn. Well, you're
3: going to be involved now. Because That's right. You're right going up against, to be the loser. You're going up against Scott from Blacktown. Scott, you there? Yeah, I'm
2: here. Hello, what's, Scott. The, what's the blow up, fellas? What's the blow up? This is the best quiz.
3: Thank We're you, Scott.
2: We, you. we might as well just give you the $100 following. voucher man now. It Scott. does
3: have a huge following. Scott, I might You're even give it its money. own Don't page worry. or something. All right. So, Scott, um, Richard's going to go first, and whoever gets the most questions right will win. And if it's a tie at the end, we'll have a, um, a like a, a, playoff.
2: Playoff, a playoff. playoff.
3: That's what I was going go to say. Okay, Richard, this. the Wallabies are playing against South Africa tonight. Which city are they playing in? Oh,
4: I know this one. <laughs> The world's most boring city, Adelaide.
3: Adelaide. Except for when the Adelaide test is on. That day-night test is a doozy. Yeah, whatever. Okay, Scott. Which international tennis player will miss the US Open as they are not vaccinated oh, against COVID-19? Novak suck. <laughs> <laughs> no vax, of it. Good work, work right, Scott. One, one. Richard. Right. The AFLW season kicked off on Thursday night. Who played? And what was the final score? Oh, go away.
1: <laughs> right, who I played? I actually know this. Uh, do you? I do. It was Carlton uh, Collingwood, I'll give you that. I don't yes, know who that won. That is true, but Carlton it was, Collingwood. It was 36 18. I don't know who won, though. I'm No, no, Candace, I'm helping Richard that's, today. Hang on. He wins. No, no, no. I haven't, if that's I haven't the score. No, you tell me who 36 18,
4: Carlton Collingwood. Who, yeah, won. But who won? I don't know. No, we don't,
3: that, you didn't ask. No, a you win. just said
4: a win who played and what was
1: the score. <laughs> You've got those. Listen,
3: this is cheating. That is true. No, That's correct.
1: We've had enough of you railroading us here.
3: Oh, oh It's a win. How did you know that, Dan?
1: Because Cause I'm Cause serious. Because you're
3: i you. okay. no, 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 won? won? All right, Scott. Who won in the Storm Roosters game last oh, night? Oh, uh, rugby League. Oh, great
2: game. Yes. A bit grubby, but yeah, Roosters,
1: 18 14. Good yeah, work. There you go. 2 2.
3: Richard, who is the number 8 on the NRL ladder?
4: Oh, he's going to get this. I was just about to say the Raiders, but
1: no. It's the Blancos, the Broncos. Okay. Scott, you have walked into the the only week.
3: Dan, you really derailed. Fire, you really derailed my my quiz by, <laughs> by helping fire. Richard jumping in. You should he didn't have done help me that. That, that. Yeah, you he he did. That. It's
1: about time someone stepped in.
3: Okay. Scott, which NBA legend who's DJ name is DJ Diesel, has been in Australia this week.
2: <laughs> yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, That's it.
3: oh I, I thought you were going to be
1: the first one to ever lose a bit from of, the callers. in a bit of trouble here. So, um, <laughs> Do we have <laughs> a tie-break question? Apparently he's doing meet and greets.
3: Okay. So, Scott, if you, I'm going to give you one more question. Candice
1: is panicking here. She doesn't get... have a tie-breaker question. <laughs> this has
3: never happened <laughs> before. How can you oh, not right, be prepared for this eventuality? Make, I know. I'm going to make a question up. Right. No, okay. yeah, I've got a good question. No, you've no, got no, to answer no, no, the no, question, you all Scott. You're Scott. the contestant, Scott. Scott. Who does Nick Kyrgios play in round one of the US Open?
2: Kokonakis. Yeah, right. you're
3: the winner. Yes. What? No, Richard, you're out.
1: This quiz gets worse and worse. <laughs> Yeah, and this next I week, can you bring a, a tiebreaker question? No, and a tie but break... Next
3: week, can you not butt in if Richard's answering the question? A
1: tiebreaker question, right? is closest <laughs> two or something. You've got to give both. Yeah, against. but I
3: want to give back to the people. Oh, tr- yeah. Hundred well dollar gift
1: voucher. Good on you, Good Scott. Good on you, Scott. <laughs> Game, set,
0: and match. <laughs> and other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: Four players charged him last night. Here we go. Victor Radley, dangerous contact in the 15th minute on Jerome Hughes. (laughs) I can't remember what that was. Um, That was square up number 19. Grade one, $1,800 fine. He's okay. He's probably going to miss next week anyway. Gerald Oria Hargreaves, contrary conduct, grade one. That was the grubby work on Nelson for solomona Is that his only one? We'll get to that. All right. Grade one, it was his third and subsequent charge. But it's only a $3,000 fine. Nelson asked for Solomona. Dangerous contact on Joseph Swali'i. God, that's a hard name to get used to. Swali'i. $3,000. It It used to be. He changed his name a couple of weeks ago. Swali'i. How
3: does that happen? Well,
1: he decided, you know, when they boo their kids, they they just care about playing. And then obviously, you know, family and he deserves to have his name set properly. Just takes a little getting used to. So three players charged, no suspension. Lindsay Collins, grade three, dangerous contact. Ouch. Hip drop, four weeks. Ouch. Fights and losers, five weeks. Could be season. Collins, they'd have to make the grand final. Well, he'd have to either beat the charge, get a downgrade. Now, that's going to have Melbourne people blowing up because he should have been binned. If that's a four-week charge, why wasn't he binned? And Melbourne could have used another 13 on 12. But that's an enormous blow for the Roosters. Huge. Their strength at the moment is Lodge, Warrior Hargreaves, Collins, Taka Aho, both of those players and coming back. They were back, thinking
3: of maybe resting a few players next week for the last round, and they can't now.
1: I think they're going to have to fight this. I think they're going to have to fight it. There's no point waiting well, got until got the grand final. going to be on the sideline for how long? One? At least one week. Yeah. But Candice is right. Next week won't matter probably for them. They've probably got a home final locked in. But there you go, Warrior Hargreaves, no suspension for him. So there was that high shot they have gone, that's no problem. How does problem. he get away with it? Okay, but <laughs> Lindsay Collins, four matches. Get your
0: helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: Triple M, Dead Set Legends, uh, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner, Dan Ganane. Let's talk rugby league once again. Um, and I think it's worth going back to last night's game. Uh, a man who I'm sure would have enjoyed oh, yes. the brutality, yes. the niggle, the not that he was a great niggler, but just it had everything. This game, James Graham, don't tell me you didn't sit up and take notice of uh, what transpired last night in Melbourne.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was all on, wasn't it? It was it was brutal. Uh, it was skillful. It had everything. Uh, it was all the ingredients of a of a great game of rugby league, and it's. It's hard to imagine that I used to, I used to love being involved in those type of games. And certainly, uh, certainly, the, the comfort of my own lounge is, is the best place to be. Um, or being at the game, of course. But yeah, I um, glad I wasn't out there. There'll be some sore bodies uh, getting around Melbourne this morning.
4: Would you agree with me if I said I think that was they've started playing finals footy? I mean, the 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 defence that was desperate. It was brutal defence. The speed off the line was elite uh, to the point where they're getting penalised for it and they didn't care because, you know, nine times out of ten it works if you get off the line quickly.
2: Uh, well, absolutely. If the finals can replicate that, that, those levels of intensity and those levels of per- performance and desperation and everything that, that came with it, like I spoke about, all, the, all those ingredients that make a great game of Rugby League, if the finals can replicate that, we'll be laughing. If they can be half the game... If they can be half of half as intensive as that game yesterday evening, the NRL are onto a winner.
3: James, what did you make of um, Jared Warrior Hargrave's sin bin? I mean, that's when the Storm capitalised on having what was he uh, thinking? You know, at a man advantage. The ref actually
4: said, "If anyone gets involved in a melee or a scuffle, they're going yeah. right
3: the a... very
1: next tackle." He did it. It was a little it yeah. wasn't a headbutt, but it was something. Uh, it was head a a bit
2: of a, or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, maybe maybe it's Jared playing that game of cat and mouse is all right. You put your money where your mouth is there. And obviously, sometimes the, the way Jared plays, he uh, he might as well just you know he might as well just say to the referee before they go, oh, "Should you just send in me now and let's get it over <laughs> with?" And I'll do the first ten minutes deal. of the game yeah, on the I'll, sideline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you know just let me let me <laughs> off with one um, as the game gets on. Um, but no, look, I think. Yeah, J- Jared, I think he, he he probably deserved a Simbin in, in that moment. And yeah, you know, the, let the match review committee deal with that. But but that's not what the focus should be on. There's, you know, the the, the desperation for one another, the having each other's back, mm. the response to adversity. Like I look at a guy like Lin- Lindsay Collins, who comes up with two errors in a crucial moment in the game. But then does he just go into a shell? No, he doesn't. That's what elite players do and elite teams do he came come up with a huge play on last tackle. James Tedesco should have been there. He wasn't. But Lindsay Collins was there to save the day. Is there, there any wasn't.
4: team, James, sorry to cut you there, is there any team that, other than I think the Panthers, are the only team that could beat either one of those teams if they play like that? If they, make, if they both make the final and both play like that?
2: Yeah, look... It, I, I, when we, we react a lot in sport and a week's a long time in sport, let's not forget Parramatta right. have beaten the Penrith Panthers twice as well. So we can't write them off. Um, you look at teams like South Sydney. Yeah, they'll be licking their wounds after last week, but you try telling Latrell Mitchell, his team doesn't have a chance. So uh, the exciting, the, the the finals around the corner, it's a really exciting, close competition. But yeah, you you, you I think you're right at the moment. It's hard to look past those two teams and Panthers, of course. Yeah,
1: well, um, Parramatta, the big winners over the last 24 hours. Yes or no? Because we're running out of time. Matt Lodge, is he playing test-worthy football at the moment? Oh, yes. I'm going to go yes. Okay. There's a moral Uh, dilemma coming up. I'll say he's done his time and it's not going to make people happy when he does get picked for the Kangaroos. Jimmy, when do we hear you next on Triple M?
2: Tomorrow, I guess. Yes, I'll be there tomorrow, mate. Beautiful. Looking forward to
1: All it. All right, and don't forget the buy round. That's Jimmy's very successful podcast, which is um, doing gangbusters there with uh, his interviews. So, the buy round. Goodbye. See you, Jimmy. When talking sport
0: 24 7 is barely enough, do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: I'm not going to reveal who said this, but in that song, one of us said, I hate vegans. Yeah. Now, you work out who said it, but let's do this.
4: No, no, don't, because people will think it's me. <laughs> yes, they
1: will. Or
3: me. It's
4: not
1: me. It's Legends Sports Well, it's not me.
3: And it's not me. Bullshit. Well, it's it, not me.
1: You said it.
3: Just said there can be a bit inconvenient at times <laughs> when you're going out for dinner.
1: Vegans are inconvenient. does not say, I hate vegans. As in, it's yes. just,
3: at Thank times, you. it's just annoying. What What about it,
4: people with other eating requirements? I'm a meat eater. Requirements, you know? I mean,
3: I, I like a steak.
4: Oh, geez, not again, okay. It's not again. You know, there's a gag there, but I'm not touching it. Greg Norman it,
1: right? has certainly been crowing this week. The PGA announced a raft of changes to combat the Live Tour, and they're very Live-esque. Now, among them, a revised, well, 20-tournament schedule, although the, no, I should say the best players have confirmed they will play 20 tournaments to be contested by the best players and an additional $100 million pot to be shared among the top 20 players. They already had a pot, but they've bumped it up to $100 So Norman's response, a social media post where he claimed the PGA boss copied Norman's homework. Who cares? I mean, what's he doing? Liv is
4: winning this, Richard. Well, no, Liv were always going to win it. They had $3 billion. You know, they were always going to win.
3: Who cares if they are? I'm I'm starting to turn around. I, I don't mind it.
1: No, I'm no. finding well, the sanctimony of the pro PGA people a bit much. I'm, yeah,
3: that's what I, and I, that's why I'm starting to go, you know what? Have you
1: watched live golf? It's terrible. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm, you know, free market,
4: mm. free markets. Yep. Pe- people said that about 2020 cricket for a long time too, and eventually it all had to
3: But the you know, way some of these PGA players like Scheffler and that carried on, like it's, it's starting what to make Scotty me. What about Scotty Scheffler?
4: I know. He just, uh, press conference, he says, oh, I didn't play very well in the British Open because I had something wrong with my butt crack. <laughs> that's what
2: he's he said
1: He had something up it That's why no. <laughs> Mate did you see him walk across Cam Smith's no. line He's a pig
4: I think he was worrying about this this, this thing that well, he had I tell it's you a, what He's going to have
1: I think it's I 25 it. million to, to soothe the pain Because he's about to win the FedEx Cup And well, that's
3: the most money earned in a single PGA Tour season So if that happens Well he's
1: at 19 under It's this weird tour championship where they stagger the leaderboard at the start yeah. So if you if you lead the FedEx Cup you start at 10 under so he starts with advantage and he's going on with it. Although Xander Shaw plays at 17 under. So he's making it. Is, to some, uh, he's and if you gone. win the FedEx, he's it's 18 Kim million. 6 under Smith. Right.
3: 18 million for a win at the, this I FedEx. Know.
1: So Which Cam Smith is 6 under. and um, There really is something
4: wrong with the world when you can get that sort of money for, you know, basically walking around a paddock, hitting a little white ball. And there are so many other things that are more
1: important. Uh, it either. hasn't got much attention, but Australia has the one-day series against Zimbabwe starting tomorrow. Now, this is three games in Townsville. And um, they actually play New Zealand, I think, next week. So yep, three uh, games
3: in Cairns. But
1: but they're presenting Cairns a really strong Aussie team. Uh, Dave's playing. I mm-hmm. think Pat Cummins is the only certain starter not there, but the rest of them are.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's nine forty start. It's get, you know am. It's an early start. Um, I reckon it will nip around a little bit early. So hopefully, if Australia win the toss, they'll send Zimbabwe into um, bat first. Because you wouldn't want
4: to bat on it. Oh, you know, a little dodgy deck like that and have the great you No, know, apparently Dave. it's a
3: really good deck. Yeah. But apparently Dave's saying it, it, it looks good. But going back, it is a, a fairly strong side. And I think what we'll start to see, because there is a, an ODI World Cup in India next year, mm. that Australia may um, just trial a few different things and just sort of get the team. Have
4: Zimbabwe got any good
1: players?
3: Yeah, there's a couple. I don't know their names. I'm not over the whole Zimbabwe team. Really? but Yes. Oh.
1: Um. But what about Candace's kids at a press conference Rich? did you see this last oh, week well, Dave is there announcing he's there for the thunder it right. was
3: a family fun day out at the new center of excellence for new south wales cricket which right. might i add is a sensational venue right.
1: but her three kids are in the front of the cameras not a care in the world most kids most people are bothered the sight of cameras it's a very weird mm. thing but they
3: Yeah there's, no there's... well my my girls have for grown up mail with it the daily mail
1: they were there oh, no they were not Enough.
3: No, but it I'll was. They'll certainly
1: post about it, but they weren't there, Richard.
3: <laughs> no, my girls have grown up with the cameras in front of their faces. They've grown up with us sharing them on social media, so they're really comfortable.
1: All right, let's do this.
0: We've been there for it all. Four and 20, Australia's original fan food. are Now, the Dead Set Legends Play of the Week.
2: Oh, it's a-
1: That's uh, BT there on Channel 7. Um, you got to respect the game. They can get 88,000 or a regular oh, season contest. That was, that was pretty awesome last Sunday as they pip Carlton and knocked the Blues out and finished top four. How many in a season do they get that
4: comes down to the last minute or the last 30 seconds? Uh, that's that's the greatness of the game. Yeah. I've never played it, right? but I love the game. By the way, did you say
1: something to offend the Swans? We can't get a swan on. Every time I'm, we I'm ask. I'm a Swans fan. No, uh, some. Diff- They've turned on us. Oh. They specifically Do said, have to deal with sorry, this no one available this week between 9 and 12. I mean, they're, they're rubbing it in. They play next Friday. Let's see. I blame you. Specifically
4: between 9 and 12. <laughs> they said, we're unavailable
1: between 9 and 12. We're the only sports show on. I know, I know. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Jude's put a hex on because he he gets them more for the rush hour, the drive time show. Maybe right. he's gone. No, 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 no. You come to us for. He's involved here. <laughs> I can smell it. He's the nicest bloke. In no, the world. no, no. He's a smiling assassin. <laughs> all right. Well, the Swans play Friday night. Let's see if we can get one on Saturday morning. Hopefully, they win.
0: Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the
1: Triple M Deadset Legends. Triple M Deadset Legends. We're just talking off here, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Dan Ganane, about uh, the poor kid Jackson Paolo, Paolo, who was abused last week, uh, and apparently it's affected him pretty badly. When I say abused, social media. Now, this gets to a point I think we're going to disagree on, Candace. Richard, I think you aligned with me here. It's not the player's fault. It's not anyone who gets abused' fault, but... You're swimming in waters that encourage this sort of behavior because Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok, their business is just getting followers. They don't care if they're real, if they're abusive, they don't they don't stop any of this. They should be stopped, to
4: be honest. Well, of course they I, should I, be I Richard. don't even know how social media got going. How did someone say, We're gonna devise something where you as a fake name warrior can go on and defame someone publicly and no one will know who you are and nothing will happen to you. Uh, how did that get going in first the first all, place? of
3: all, the poor guy, he, you know, he didn't have the best game last week for South. He's not playing against the Cowboys today. So he, he would be yeah. embarrassed by that. He'd be disappointed by his form. But then to come off the field and have um, hundreds of messages that were actually on the South Sydney Rabideaux, um Instagram post that wow. they did. So they, the Rabbitohs, had to end up um, – turning off all their comments. I don't care how bad, I mean, someone's playing football. You, it's not doesn't warrant a death threat. Everybody should
4: be able to look it at social the, media. The only people yeah. who should be able to comment are people who have verified. Get, who verified their identity. Yeah,
3: yeah, I agree with that. But I'm just saying that the death threat it, it should never happen. It, it's unacceptable. I understand.
1: That, that's a given, Ken. You're right. That's a given. But is there not responsibility, not on the kid, but in all, on all of us, we are entering those waters. We are willingly going onto social media knowing it is a cesspit. It is. Yes. So but at some point there, we you... are responsible, even though well, it's like going into a restaurant, right? You love the food, but you know you're going to get abused every time. Would you keep going back to the restaurant? Of course you wouldn't. No. So why do but we all keep media, going back to social media? If you're media? putting
3: yourself on social media, you know that there's a possibility that's going to happen and you need to... Um, I know in, in my case, you just grow a thick skin. For me, I if I don't know, that you either block the person. If you don't know them, who cares I'm what they're saying about blocker. you? But in this case, um, you know, I, I really feel for I for like Jackson. the
4: mute. I yes. like the mute. They think they're abusing me
5: and they <laughs> don't right. even know I can't okay. see it.
1: All right. Triple M, this is the uh, Dead Set Legends. Uh, there's no solution because while Twitter and Facebook and all of them have no interest in stopping the trolls, mm. the trolls are going to fester.
3: Yes, they're going to fester.
1: How many people looked Jackson Paulo in the eye and said he was rubbish? I bet no one. I bet no No, one had the guts to tell him he was garbage. He had a bad game. It happens to all of us. We have a shocker every now and then. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park. You're
0: about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence.
1: Yes, indeed. Big news week uh, with a topic we've spoken about pretty much every week this year. Rusty from the Rusty's Garage podcast. You can get for free on Listener. He's standing by, but first, uh, you probably know by now, everyone, but Dan Ricardo's announcement that he will leave McLaren at the end of the season.
4: Hey, everyone. I wanted to share some news. Not great. Uh, It's bittersweet for sure, but uh, I think it's best you hear it from me. Uh, 2022 will be my last year with McLaren. Obviously, we put in a lot of effort on both sides, but just hasn't worked the way we wanted. Uh, So the team's decided to make a change for next year. So we had a lot of discussions, but uh, in the end we mutually agreed that it was the right thing for both of us. I will continue to do the rest of this year, absolutely. Um, And I'll continue to give it my all.
1: Well, there it is. Um
4: confirmation. Well,
1: boo-hoo. Hey? Boo-hoo. $24 million to go. Can't be that bittersweet.
4: Well, what happens, Just Greg sweet. Russ?
1: Hello to you. We <laughs> talked a few weeks ago that there'd be a monster payout coming. Um, what are they going to do with him? Because they've got him for another year. Uh,
5: Dan, good morning. Um, he says he only wants to stay in Formula One, right? And I, I think we need to understand... What happens this week with the contract review of, of Oscar Piastri, there's a bit going on there. Um, the management at the Alpine team weren't real happy when Dan left to go to McLaren, but a lot of the management's changed there. So maybe he may end up heading back in that direction, and that's not necessarily a, a, a bad car. But, I mean, to your, to your point, uh, McLaren, I, I think, have probably learned a little bit of a, a lesson here by the sounds of it in the way that um, they might word... Um, Future deals. Well played, to Dan, if that's, if that's the, the way it goes in terms of, um, you know, whatever the size of the payout is.
4: Well, it's 24000000 million, isn't
5: it? That's the talk. I mean, they apparently offered him an opportunity to go and play elsewhere in the McLaren family, be mm. it, uh, you know, IndyCar or Formula. He's not interested in that. He wants to still play in Formula One. And that's
3: Rusty, it seemed, from the outside, it seemed like a, a marriage made in heaven. Why hasn't it worked?
5: You know what, Candice, this is the million-dollar question. Two different cars, uh, two different sort of rule regulations in two years. And, you know, as I say, he came in so well credentialed and to a team that has so much success that was back on the up, I I thought it would really work. And McLaren, to be fair, some of their senior technical people have put their hand up and said, look, we've got to bear a bit of responsibility here. Um, Dan equally has has said that sort of stuff. I I actually think when you listen to that that, uh, slice of audio from him in full, what he posted on social media this week, it's actually a great... Example to young kids coming through when you're facing adversity about how you deal with this. He, he Dan handled this like an absolute pro, but for the life of me, I, I can't figure out why it's uh, why it hasn't panned out.
4: Just a, a question without notice, Rusty, and this is without notice. Um, are Audi getting back into Formula
5: One? Yes, that's correct. They've announced that um, uh, in the last sort of 24, 48 hours, they'll come in in twenty twenty six, and they will you know, like Mercedes did all those years ago, uh, they'll make a really serious impression, these guys. Whatever they've touched before, Richard, whether it's, you know, uh, World Endurance Championship with sports cars, um, rallying, you name it, they they do things properly. Mm. So they'll make, it'll take a bit of time because Formula One's, you know, a different playground, but they will absolutely come in all guns blazing.
1: We're pro sure. Audi, aren't we, Rich? Yes. Yeah, I think what we're yes. saying is if there's an ambassadorship very, available very for the pro. Dead Said Legends, very high ratings this week. I mean, we're ready for the Audi people to bestow us. Candace doesn't need it. She's got no, Ferraris got four and horses, but Richard and I, we're just battlers. Oh, uh,
3: come on. Now,
1: while well, actually doing some racing this weekend, it's been a while, Rusty. Uh, did we glean anything from the Friday practice in Belgium? So lots of changes to cars and a few people um, with the the
5: minimal bank of engines you're allowed for the year changing power plants. So that means they'll cop a a grid penalty for the race. And I reckon that'll spice things up. So Max Verstappen pretty fast. Lando Norris, who you were talking about before, third behind Charles Leclerc. Um, Dan down in ninth. And we kind of need to wrap up this conversation by saying, um, you know, we hope that Oscar Piastri will be on the grid uh, next year, and and some of the negative stuff that I've heard uh, that may have been sort of sent either his manager's way or Oscar's way. That's not that's not fair, guys. The reality of life is, if any of you had the opportunity to play for a big team because you know it was going south with another player, of course you would put of your hand you up. Would. You'd knife anyway. Yeah. He's a good kid with a lot of talent, and we want to see him on the grid. But can you
1: imagine if it comes out that Weber has just had his fingerprints all over it? The- anyway, all right. Good on you, Rusty. You, That's Rusty. for Mendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Have a good week, Rusty. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Dead said legends. <laughs> your mind goes into dark places, Richard. Look, no, this is a cutthroat business. We're really
3: dude. starting to see how you work that, and what you're that, about. That
4: Oscar, he will knife Dan if it means getting yeah, his seat. But
1: yeah.
3: what's he doing? The way he's your, spent his whole you, you and your brothers
1: it. keep knifing each other, that sort <laughs> of thing. <laughs> that, that, sadly. Make sure
0: you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's Triple out. M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, right. Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.
1: Just about done now. It's been such an action packed show. We didn't do Richard's tip, so let's do it now, but I know your tip is for a race that is not far away. So everybody, you'll have yep. to go out and about, well, pull out your sports bet account, or uh, race to a TAB, uh, but please do it carefully. Yeah, I'm going with race two in Brisbane, which is
4: coming up at 12.18, so mm, okay, it won't be too far away from that. I've got a runner in a horse called Love Tap, and Lee, my elder brother, has got a horse called Bataga in it, which he told me, said, yours can't beat mine. I said, it might beat yours. He said, you want to bet? So he wanted a side bet on this. So this is instructive. Lee is that confident about his thing, mm. Botega? Mm. So I'd be tipping that. Well, why don't you take three Bottega and one love tap
1: in a Quinella? Okay. All right. There's only seven runners. I like sure. that. All right. Yes. All right. And that race is at 12.18. Time for this, the grievances. Well,
4: then you do a bit of airline travel. Yes. What about the whole situation around carry-on baggage? Right. What a fiasco, depending on the airline you fly. One airline has the gate lounge weigh-in where people come around trying to weigh your carry-on bag. And if you're over seven kilos, they stick you with a fine in front of all the other people. It's the most (laughs) embarrassing thing. Like break the rules. You were trying to sneak in that extra 20 grams.
3: Tight people like you don't want to pay for the extra baggage so that you try to do the carry-on.
4: I don't fail. But I feel sorry for the people who do. And then, what about these people who come on the plane? They've got like six bags. They what? And they come on the plane with six bags. Oh, you Okay, go on. Right? And some of them are like coffin size. And they're putting them up in the racks there. There's nowhere for anyone else to put their little bag. The whole thing's a fiasco. And the airlines are encouraging it. It's a conspiracy, Dan. They're obviously making money out of this. And this is why they want. It to I agree with you
3: to the point where I hate when I'm say sitting in Business row fifteen license. and someone from row twenty six puts their their baggage on top of yours. Then where are you supposed to put your bag? Well, those people haven't got anywhere to
4: put theirs because the people with the six coffin size bags have taken <laughs> up all the room.
1: 15. You haven't sat in row fifteen since twenty ten. Yeah, That's row it. We're done. Thank you, Candice. Thank you, Richard. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park.
0: Hear
2: about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane. Richard Friedman. Candace Warner.